District 5 in all of Aiken County. My name is Juanita Hall. I am a candidate for Aiken County Council District 5 Council seat. On Tuesday, November the 6th, I need your vote. I was born and raised in District 5. I am running on the platform of transparency and opportunity. Aiken County is growing in leaps and bounds, but we have to make sure that our rural communities are not left out of the important developments. District 5 needs affordable options for public transportation and garbage collection. We must ensure that taxpayers' funds, especially those from capital projects, are allocated to unserved communities. I believe my participation in local politics and my 42 years of working experience in SRNS have uniquely qualified me to be your councilwoman in District 5. I need just one thing, your vote. Aiken County, I encourage you to vote early. If you are unable to do so, please make sure you get out on election day, which is Tuesday, November the 6th, and vote for me Juanita Hall. Welcome to a special episode of Making a Difference. I'm your host, Ken Macon. We're taking a close look at political candidates leading up to the November elections, and we're calling this special series Midterm Exams. If you're listening to a podcast and you're hearing a conversation with a candidate who may be running in your district or it's a candidate that you want to support, I strongly recommend that you share this podcast on social media or by word of mouth. It's vitally important that we not take this time for granted, especially since we're so close to the elections. If there's a candidate whom you want us to interview or you want to have advertised on our show, you can shoot us an email at makingadifferentshow at gmail.com, M-A-K-I-N, a different show at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com backslash making, M-A-K-I-N, a difference show. Speaking of show, it's time to begin this conversation right here, right now. Or making a difference. Um, to be a Negro, to be a Negro in this country, and to be um, relatively conscious, is to be in a state of rage, almost, almost all of the time. You wonder why I spit the truth, but not to make no dope. Welcome to Making a Difference. I'm your host, Ken Macon. I'm here with an awesome candidate. Look, y'all, I'm, I'm just, I'm so excited to, I mean, I, and I'll tell you this, she's actually in my district. You all know I love, you know, talking to people, you know, talking to political candidates and elected officials, you know, who are in my district. And so we have a unique opportunity here. Uh, we're here in my native Aiken County. Uh, we're here to talk uh, to a candidate for District 5. Uh, she. Look, she's practically my mom now, y'all. She let me. She brought me to the house twice. You know, we um, look. She gave me stuff to drink. She, you know, she wanted to feed us. It's uh, all that's greatly appreciable with all that in mind. So glad to have on the podcast a candidate for Aiken County uh, District Five, Miss Juanita Hall. How you doing today? I'm doing fine, thank you. Glad to have you on the show. Tell us about yourself. Did you grow up in the area? I grew up here in South Carolina. Um, what born part? Born and raised. I was born and raised in Aiken County. 
um, live out in the rural areas all my life, um, except for maybe about eight years, and then I live in Augusta, Georgia, and then move back. Just couldn't give the country up. <laughs> That's good. I, I want to ask you, and I ask this to, to all the uh, the candidates, why did you decide to run? Why did you decide to run for, for District 5? I decided to run for District 5 because I feel there's a need for um, more service in the rural areas. There's a lack of service. Um, so I feel like... Um, when you say there's a lack of service, can you speak to that? I mean, I, I know your campaign has talked about, you know, wanting better, you know, public transportation, you know, wanting, um, you know, gar uh, you know, picking up garbage, different things like that. When you say more service, like, wh what are you talking about? Um, I'm thinking about, um, you know, we don't have affordable um, public transportation in rural areas. We don't have... Um, affordable garbage collection services in the uh, rural areas. Um, I feel that we have just been underserved. Um, I feel like the emergency services are good in Aiken County. It's just that I feel like they need more substations near the rural areas so the service for emergency could be a little bit more quicker. Kind of give us some perspective with that because we had a chance to talk about that before we were on the podcast. It's like, you know, heaven forbid something should happen you know, in this community. I mean, just kind of kind of give us a perspective. You know, if we call 911, how long would it take for somebody to get out here? And, and if it was a an emergency where you maybe need to get to a hospital, what, what would that look like in terms of like a time frame? Well, I think we're looking at um, probably a crossover with that. If Aiken County, um, the emergency um, stations that don't, that serve this area, would probably, if it was emergency, would probably send somebody a little bit closer, maybe from the Belvedere area substations. But I think maybe we looking at from anywhere from 20 to 25 minutes um, to, to get out here. And in that's just area. one, that's one and, way. And that's just one way. Wow. Yes, just one way. Um, the 911 um, emergency numbers on the boxes help, I think. Not having signs put back up when they're knocked down on our roads is a problem because if depending on which direction they come from, they may not even be able to find that person. So that means somebody got to run to the end of the road and wave and, and try to get their attention to point them to the right, right direction. That's, that's scary, and I think it's something that when we look at rural communities, not just here in South Carolina, just not here locally, but I think nationwide, you know, these are some of, we're, we're seeing, you know, rural communities, you know, being left out of, you know, growth and, and innovation. So we're certainly glad that uh, that you're running on, on those platforms. I also understand that you're running on a, a platform of transparency and making sure that, that your constituents are informed. Talk to us about um, the importance of being open and making sure that information is readily available. Um, Aiken County is going in leaps and bounds, but we need to make sure that the rural communities are not left out um, of the developments and improvements for the community. We need to make sure that the taxpayers' funds, especially those from capital projects, are allocated to underserved communities. Um, it, it's, it's just important. Um, we as taxpayers should have the privilege and the growth and the development as others in the surrounding areas. I've seen some of those numbers and, you know, as you allude to, you know, the, these communities are being left out when you have, you know, million dollar 
and multi-million dollar um, you know sales tax projects and can you tell I'm, I think you're, you're pretty familiar with some of the allocations there there are in the tens of thousands I think maybe 30,000 is that right right the the sales tax for will bring in hundred and sixty million to Aiken County Wow Aiken County would get 75 million of that and only a few hundred thousand goes out to District 5 um, if the sale tax for is approved in November um, it will it will keep the taxes going for another seven years. My concern is we should get a larger piece of that money. It should be allocated in um, predetermined state funds um, for growth and improvement for the rural areas. So I hope we can see more of that in the future. Absolutely, and you're you're speaking on this as someone who's a uh, you know, who aspires to be a representative for District 5 for your constituency. But beyond that, this isn't just your constituency. These are your neighbors because you live in District 5. Correct. So as, as an individual, when you see, not just as an individual, as a taxpaying citizen and a resident of District 5, when you see those allocations, how does that make you feel as an individual, as a person who lives out here? That's one of the main reasons that I would like to serve for the district. I feel that we have just been um, underserved in those areas and it's a need you know we um, would like to see our roads resurface and our signs put back up and not have to spend a year trying to get somebody to get a you know to get a sign put back up um, so I just I just feel like the resources for the rural areas um, they're there but they're not being utilized throughout the rural areas. Kind of give us it, because I, I really want people to understand, you know, that word gets thrown around in, in political campaigns. You know, we're going to serve, you know, rural communities and, and different things like that. But I don't, I don't think people really understand, like, there's an emphasis on, you know, people will say, well, I want to improve downtown or I, I, want, I want to improve the city. And it's not to say that those areas shouldn't be improved, but when you look at, you know, areas, look, People listen to the podcast and say out in the country, you know, different things like that. But look, there are there are folks out here who you know need need these type of services. I want to ask you because you're someone who you have a passion for politics. You have a passion for out. You know, I would I would just say you have a passion for service. Talk um talk to us about some of the experiences that you've had. You know, maybe when you've you know called the city or maybe called an elected official or called someone when you've you know tried to you know, get your, your roads resurfaced. What type of, you know, time does it take for folks to get out here, if at all, you know, when it comes to, you know, improving some of these, you know, improving roads and things like that? Well, I don't want to go back too far with that, but a, a good example is years ago, we had all dirt roads out here, hmm. clay roads, and it took us almost 40 years to get the road surfaced. Wow. Recently, we had a sign to get knocked down um, on one of the streets out here. And I think I've called probably about for a year now trying to get the signs up. Matter of fact, we're getting ready to pull a team together and get the team to start calling. Simple little things. Um, I know it's not a big deal to others that don't live in this area, but for instance, if you have an emergency situation and the ambulance service need to come, it's already a long time uh, span for them to get out here. It would be even harder if the signs are not put back up and they can't find the person that live on that street 
So those are the little things that are important to people that live in rural areas. Um, and it also would be nice if we could have affordable public transportation. You know, there are a lot of seniors out here that have cannot drive um, and people have to take off work to take them to doctors. If they had public transportation, that would help. Um, garbage collection services, um, most of the services don't service the rural areas because the houses are so far apart. Um, but I think there's a remedy to that if we look at that a little bit closer. Um, just some of the things that I would like to see improve in the rural areas. Um, we talk about the tax for money being allocated to parks. The nearest park here is um, miles away. Um, I don't know if the, the stigma is that you're in the country and the country is a big park but it still has to be maintained. Your roads, your signs. Um, would be nice if it had internet service out here, affordable internet service. Sure. Just those things that other parts of Aiken County have, the rural areas are lacking. What it sounds like to me, and you know, you said it made it not be important to other people, it's, it's important to me. And what I'm hearing is, is I'm hearing a community is being neglected. Is, is that a safe assessment? Oh, I can say yes, to a certain degree it is, because of the fact that um, we have to um, demand or ask for things that are given to other districts because they have representation that can fight for them, so to speak. Um, attending the county, county council meetings over the last two years, you, you, it's very observant that some uh, representative, you know, they, they go to the, to the bat for their, their district and others kind of just go along with the program. I would like to see the rural areas get um, a lot more attention than they're getting. And so if you were elected, then they would get that attention? Yes. I um yes. look look break break it down because I, I want people to know, y'all, Miss uh, Hall Miss Hall and I when I when I say we talked before this podcast and you know we talked about the the things that were needed and you know here's someone who is just is very passionate very passionate about you know wanting to um you know to to step up on that dais and say here you know here these are things that we need you know in um in the rural communities here are things that we need for you know, uh, just folks who otherwise wouldn't get it. And I think, you know, you're, you're certainly an awesome candidate for that. Um, I want to ask you because in order to get that type of representation, we've got to have people to come out and vote. Yes. What's the importance of voting in the midterms and voting in this election? It's important to vote in the midterms and the voting election because your vote is your voice. Your vote is very important, very important. As a taxpayer, you must commit to vote in all elections. You deserve the best service your elected officials can offer, and it starts with your vote. So get out Tuesday, November the 6th, and vote for me, Juanita Hall. Hey, that's, <laughs> I mean, that, that pretty much tells the story right here. Um, District 5, I, I just, I, you know, and, and really all of Aiken County, we just yes. want to challenge you uh, to, you know, you can vote early. Uh, the it's you know we're very fortunate that the voter registration deadline you know has been extended to October 17th. So uh, you guys are you know who are hearing this podcast, um, 
well, I, I would hope that you guys are hearing it where you have enough time to uh, to go and um, register to vote. But in the meantime, once you register to vote, uh, we want you. Uh, look, I'm, I'm gonna let you tell them who should they vote for. Juanita Hall. <laughs> they can kind of count the seat for District Five. That's it. Um, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Making a Difference. But the movement doesn't stop here. You can follow us on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com backslash making M-A-K-I-N a difference. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash making M-A-K-I-N a different show. That's the best way to keep up with all of our podcasts and video logs. Love you guys so much. Peace and God bless. You win. Perfect.